Jordan. Hello, how you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on to Fails to Win today. And how we usually do it is, of course, we're going to get to know a little bit about you, but we mostly would like to know, you know, in your life or in your business, think of one or a couple of fails that you may have had and how you work through them to make them a win. Um, if you have more than one story, we would love to hear it. And this season, our season three is about resiliency. So definitely share some resiliency tips with us because we love our freebies. Such a great topic. I feel like, especially during this time, right? Ooh. Where everyone could, <laughs> I think everyone who honestly survives 2020 is resilient just like through getting by getting Facts. through the year yeah. yeah yeah so I'm so excited to be here thank you so much for having me you're awesome thank no thank you for accepting um I would have to say that um my business partner says best friend Aisha and I when we started this podcast I really feel like it was more of an outlet for 2020 to kind of get through the muck and the noise because at first we're like, it'll be a great marketing strategy for our business. But they were like, no, nah, we love this thing. because We got to talk to other people to decompress so we can make sure we're not the only crazy ones in the room. <laughs> well, tell me more about your business. So we have a business called intenttoheal.com. And basically we do virtual life coaching. C specializes in resiliency coaching and I do small business coaching. And so we kind of just morph that together. And the idea is um, as we scale up, and we board with the state of Virginia that we're going to become professional uh, psychologists. But in the meantime, we decided to do coaching because we just love to help people. Yeah. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. And what do you do, Ms. Jordan? So I'm in public relations. I've been in PR for more than a decade. It's all pretty much all I've ever done. Um, and I own my own consultancy, Jewel at Marketing. Ooh. And this year in 2021, I am launching a course that teaches entrepreneurs how to be their own publicist and do Ooh. their own PR. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, kicking off the first round, uh, February 1st. Nice. A really small group of entrepreneurs through the course, handhold them so that they come out feeling really confident to pitch top media, get podcast interviews like we're doing now, hmm. TV, online, um, and print placement as well. So yeah, that's, I help entrepreneurs just get credibility and visibility for their personal brand. Heck yeah. I should have found you earlier because girl, <laughs> this marketing beast is <laughs> something else. I did stumble upon, um, and I heard some people on some other podcasts talking about it is helpareporterout.com. Oh, and yep. I hopped on there maybe just a couple weeks ago and I got um, a Washington Post interview. <gasps> I, about, I about fell out my I don't know where I was sitting, but <laughs> I was oh, like, yo, so happy to hear that Haro is one of the number one tools I always recommend to anyone getting started. And I actually just last my last week's newsletter sent out like to everyone on my list. I was like, Haro, you need to sign up. Here's how to take advantage. I'm yes. so excited to hear that someone got like a top tier media interview from it. It works. It's amazing. Yes. And I would say one thing is cool about it. they send out three emails a day. And sometimes they have like 20 or 30 inquiries. And sometimes they have like a hundred and something. And the biggest thing is like consistency, like reading every single one, combing through your category, which one is for you, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, like after I got the hang of it at first, I'm like, how many, what are these emails for? Um, um, they're so good. And it's like meeting the reporter where they're at 
is the best place to get a placement. Um, it just makes it so much easier and you're really acting as a source, a resource to the journalist as opposed to pitching them, which is great and can be done, but sometimes it's a little more challenging. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, like I said, I stumbled upon that junk. I was like, yo, Washington. Well, well you already have then that's like one of the hot tips for you are, you're already in like, that's a great place to start. And you're on go wildcast. So, I mean, yes. <laughs> Shouts out to Gold Wildcast, by the way. Y'all, y'all did some great uh, Instagram marketing because I stumbled upon it, and it's I could tell it's a really it's a growing platform because not a whole lot of people on there yet. But it's such a great concept for anybody that's listening. Please hop on Go Wildcast. It's amazing. I second that. Go Wildcast is absolutely fantastic. From from a PR standpoint, I recommend it to anyone who's trying to get out there and get more podcast interviews. It's a great platform. Gosh, it's amazing. It's a little buggy, side note, but that's okay. Like <laughs> the benefit outweighs the bugs. <laughs> All right, so you got to tell us what's some of the stumbling blocks or fails that you've encountered in your publicist journey. Yeah, so uh, I'm. this is a perfect topic for me. I feel really proud that like, Uh, I'm known as being resilient, and I don't know if that's because I was raised with two sisters and we fought constantly, and so we had to just quickly bounce back, right, after a fight, and I mean, like, pulling hair, teeth, everything, right? (laughs) (laughs) Dang! (laughs) Rowdy sisters, Um, but that's my family dynamic. I was grown up, I grew up with entrepreneur parents who failed a lot um, throughout their life with businesses. Um, just epic fails, but they always like persisted on. And so I think that's where I got my resiliency from. Yeah. And I, the biggest story, you know, when I heard your topic was resiliency. A couple of years ago, I was part owner in a direct selling company. Yeah. I helped run it. It was my little sister's company. She's amazing. She's got this like totally entrepreneur spirit, Elon Musk type of just go, go, whatever, right? She's brilliant. She like has no fear about anything. And she created this clothing, direct selling clothing company and it scaled like crazy just overnight, hundreds of, you know, reps around the country. Um, And it was an amazing company, but as quickly as it scaled, it failed. Mm. So that was an epic a failure, right? Mm. We had hundreds of women around the country angry <laughs> mm. and upset, and we were upset, and we had a team of employees um, that we had to depart from. It was it was a really really hard time. I was a new mom. Oh um, man, my son was like six months, you know, six months old, and everything. Basically, the bottom just like fell out from underneath us. Yeah, and it. It was a hard time, but I remembered taking a moment. This is what I did. I took a month. I told my husband, like, I just, I just need one month to get back on my feet. And I walked or ran every day. And my mantra was, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Like every single day during my run, walk. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And I was able to pivot from you know, working on this company and not having anything to reopening my own consultancy and bringing in new clients and rebuilding 
um, my freelance business in public relations and small business marketing. And I was able to do that in a matter of months. Um, and I really feel like it was just part of that rebound, that mentality. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Every single day, putting that into my head and getting outside and fresh air and moving my body. Uh, I really feel like that helped me shift from failure to you're going to be okay. Let's get through this. I, I love, I love just backtracking what she said, like just making yourself like, you know, um, like get outside, get some fresh air. Like I've been in that spot where it feels like it's an elephant on your chest mm -hmm. of the world and the pressure and you're forcing yourself to like, okay, we can do this. We're not going to die. We're yeah. going to be successful. Like really speaking things into existence, but like you still got that weight, like the problems are still there but you're trying to work through the mud of changing your perception about that issue and trying to perceive something better for yourself like that within itself. I could just end the podcast right there and say, okay, guys, learn something like just <laughs> with anything in life. If you got the elephant of problems on your chest, you can almost feel a physical weight on you. Mm -hmm. And just that willpower to get up and say, okay, I'm going to move. I'm going to get my body going. Let's get this heart pumping. And I can do it. Guess I can't. Like I'm, man. Like that's like my heart place <laughs> to just. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I think it's like the combination of endorphins and speaking to an existence, like how you're gonna shift or how you can get through this. And again, like my mantra just was like, "Yes, I can." And I didn't know what that looked like in that moment, mm -mm. but I just knew like something. I was gonna shift out of it. I was going to bounce back. Um, and it, it was just, it was really transformational. And, you know, failing like that, it it was not necessarily like a public, I'm not like some sort of celebrity, right? That like yeah. failed publicly, mm -hmm. but there was a lot of people involved in that company who watched us. Yeah. Google, which was a total, you know, sucker punch to the ego. And, and, um, again just like getting through that and getting over it and now here I am putting myself out there again and it feels really good and refreshing and to know how much I've learned from that experience and oh yeah. god every single guest is like what I learned from that I you know it's invaluable and it's amazing now and it's so it's so hard to think of when you're in this space but once you move past it oh, what a blessing like what a good lesson <laughs> learn you know it is failing is fantastic <laughs> that's why we like this show um because when when we created like I said we did in 2020, uh, 2020 to kind of get through the muck and the mess of that crazy year and also as like are just a really good outlet because our business was not like thriving at the time like we weren't <laughs> we weren't like we were never not clients you know clobbering down our door but you know we found it to be a great platform so we could share ourselves with other people and so they can hear like you know, those Insta famous people that have the pretty backgrounds and half of them have gone through hell and high water just to get to that nice presentation that you see now. Well, and yeah. <laughs> we had to, we're, you know, most of us being millennials, you know, and even some older folks, most of millennials, we just want to see the finished pretty product right now. But I like to harp on the, nah, this junk was not pretty. Like <laughs> this junk yeah. sucks. But if you could put one foot in front of the other and change your perception about what you're going through, then you'll get to the the pretty outlay and the I can yeah. see the crowd and it's so pretty. 
Do you know how yeah. much sleep I haven't had? <laughs> and you know, honestly, I think sometimes it's nice to look at like numb. I, I often find scrolling on Instagram as like kind of a numbing thing, especially in 2020, right? To escape the reality of what's going on. And I think sometimes it's okay, I, you know, to, to look at pretty stuff all the time when you're trying to escape. <laughs> I will say the moments that I've been most impacted in 2020 was seeing people who I would look at on their Instagram and put on a pedestal and then they would show them picture of them like crying like because their kids are everywhere and they spilled pizza or something like that and I was like oh okay <laughs> they're human too yes yes <laughs> and I think we do that by default I found so um fun fact about me um, I am like a, I don't know, like a social media phobe, sort of. It's like oh. I can I can speak to a room of thousands of people. I've done so before. And when I was active duty, I used to work at boot camp. So I, I used to like talk to thousands of people a week and I was comfortable, right? But then I hop on social media and I'm like, uh, <laughs> like I freeze sometimes. So my, my journey has been the past six months to be vulnerable online. Cause I'm like, I don't have any crazy secrets to hide. I don't have anything special about me. So I've, I've been having to make myself like, okay, show process videos or behind the scenes and, and like not freak out. Um, but yeah, like I find that when I am scrolling myself and I see vulnerable shots of other people, I'm more engaged. I'm like, oh my God, I can connect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm actually in a coaching course right now. Um, and one of the things because a lot of people, right, are having this like, oh, you have to get on screen, you have to look at yourself, and then all of a sudden you shut down, right? Like it, it happens to everyone. Yeah. And one of the things that they said that really helped me was it's not about you, it's about the people you're serving. And so you have mm. to forget about yourself because it's not about you, it's about who you can help on the other side um, of that camera. And like when your mind goes there, I, I feel like it just, it creates a shift. It's like, okay, who can I help? How can I make an impact? And they're not going to care about my background or how my one hair is out of place. And exactly like you said, all of that doesn't matter anymore. Cause you're just, you're there to serve um, the community of people who are actually engaging in your, your video. So that makes sense. Cause I'm not checking the nails of whomever's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. See y'all. See, look, we getting all these little tidbits and lessons. I love it. <laughs> I will say Aisha, she was also a good push for me. And I, and I can't wait for you to meet her, but like, she does not mind. She kind of went through the same phase where um she was doing it works. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yep, I have. Yeah. So she was an It Works ambassador. And she said that was one of the things that she had to go through. And I remember her journey and how her coach would like, force her to like go live so just do it I don't don't care what you're doing just just do it just get it out the way (laughs) you know I'm like oh my god freeze yeah I know and it's just I mean I I think that's the power of social media and um not to go on too much of a tangent sidetrack us but uh I just joined clubhouse are you familiar with clubhouse no what's that oh gosh I'm gonna send you an invite after this Sabrina to make sure you get on it uh, it's incredible. It's basically like an interactive podcast, social media platform. There's no visual at all. It's only audio. That's and great. I, yeah, I mean, you get in these rooms where you're just listening to who Tony Robbins talk, right? And and then people in the audience, in the virtual audience, can get invited on stage. Um, anyway, all that to say, it's really powerful, but there's no visual element to it. 
And so I find that really interesting that this could be possibly the next, maybe like the next wave of social media where people yeah. are kind of looking for that audio format and the visualization may take a backseat a little bit. I don't really know, but hmm. um, an incredible platform. It's a, that's a great concept. Cause like, I know that, um, I like to listen to things as I'm doing stuff. And mm-hmm. then also like my mom, she even likes audiobooks. So as she's working or watching the kids or whatever, like just pop on an audiobook on our speakers or something. And we're like, we don't have to like look at what's going on. We can just kind of listen to it and just kind of work and like kind of have like be hands-free. Yeah, that's a pretty good concept. Dang, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, that out. I, it's really, really interesting. But I, I do like that as a society, they've shifted like this whole social media um, you know, getting wrapped up in likes and followers and what you look like and everything. Now there's a shift to audio. Um, so it'll see, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I think, um, that would, yeah, that's such a def- definitely interesting concept. And I know for people like me, it's like, yo, I'd, I'd much rather just talk to people than, um, put my, put a, like a, any sort of face on from, from the waist up. <laughs> <laughs> And I think from a mental health standpoint, that could be attractive for some people. Like they're not so <laughs> wrapped up in like social media cues, like visual cues that they can just kind of free themselves from that aspect. You know, I know for me personally, like I said, I'm a social media phobe. So like, I don't care if I get a like or not from my personal Instagram, but for my business one, that kind of matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see where that app uh, takes off to. So as someone that works in the area of PR, what do you find is like your, is like a constant request or like the biggest need that people are looking for in your area of work? So uh, PR does a couple things for entrepreneurs. It increases their credibility mm-hmm. uh, when they're featured in a media outlet or on a podcast interview, for example, if you put this out to your followers, any of your loyal followers will instantly, whether they like it or not, probably think I'm more credible um, Mm -hmm. because you're giving me the stamp of approval to actually be on here. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but that goes for any, you know, if you see someone on TV, an expert on TV or in the Washington Post, you you know, the Washington Post is a well-respected media outlet's top tier. It's been around for many, many years, right? They've proven themselves. So if you're featured in the Washington Post, um, you are deemed as credible. Uh, And so, and it's, it's probably, for most people, it's a subconscious thing, right? That they, okay. It's like a trust factor. Okay. This person must be legit. So credibility, I think with PR is one of the the biggest benefits. Um, And so, and then obviously visibility. So anytime you're featured in a media outlet, on a podcast, TV show, um, you get exposed to that audience, mm. uh, which is incredible. So I would say working with clients, they're just really looking for media placements. I think that everyone has kind of their bucket list, their dream yeah. media placements, whether it's Today Show or Good Morning America, um, would be like the top, like, your dreams like that would transform anyone's business being featured on those outlets yeah Um, but most entrepreneurs that I work with I try to get them results like out of the gate um just so they can start getting those interviews getting those media placements uh and I think that would that's like the biggest request is just like they want to see something um 
with PR and getting some sort of interview or, or TV placement or print placement uh, right away. That's awesome. So what made you fall in love with doing public relations? I, uh, I've always loved like film and media. Okay. And uh, in college, like I just wanted to move to LA and be a movie producer, right? I just, I was in high school, I worked at the news station. I was a camera operator. Um, I was in film class, even like far away from LA, but still (laughs) onto film and media. Um, And public relations allows me to work behind the scenes with media. So I put my my client in front of the camera Mm -hmm. and I, behind the scenes I get to work with the producers um with the journalists and I just fell in love with it in college and we've been doing it ever since nice I was in AV club too when I was in high school <laughs> I was I was in front of the camera I did uh, I did all the plays I did any sort of speaking anything like like I said I was weird so like I liked I don't know I felt like I could be in a crowded room, but I still felt personal with other human beings, especially nowadays. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so you were in front of the camera. See, I'm a behind the scenes. Yeah. But you know, it's so funny. I have a ninja personality, but if I was told, hey, give this speech real quick, I could give it and be totally comfortable with it, but I don't mind doing all the tech stuff in the background. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's really valuable. Totally one man show, like you're doing with your podcast, like getting the equipment set up and then going online girl girl, let me tell you I have a ring light and I have two monitors I'm in my closet (laughs) most of my listeners know that like I work out of my closet (laughs) and I got all of all of the media everything but like if I had to choose what I had to do primarily I would not mind being in the background and pressing all the buttons and doing all the shiny things (laughs) I don't know you I feel like you're just made for the spotlight you know, a little bit. So it's good that you know how to do all the tech stuff, but um, think, I'm I glad think, that you're in the driver's seat. I think I'm just comfortable with it. Yeah. I just need to transfer that to social media. <laughs> yes, yes. I, might need to, I might need to join that coaching course that you're in. I might yeah. need to hop in there. <laughs> yeah. Or Clubhouse. Maybe, maybe Clubhouse is going to be your calling where it's just like you just join the room. You're just chit-chatting with people and listening to people. I think I might like that too. Yeah. You know what? See, look, you're just rocking my night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, where can my peeps find you? How can we get contact with you? How can they reach out to you? Yeah. So my consultancy is called Julep Marketing. So they can visit me at julepmarketing.com or on Instagram. And that's my favorite place because that's where I can drop free information about public relations. And that's julep, J-U-L-E-P underscore marketing is my Instagram handle. Um, And yeah, I think that's the best place because I have like a freemium on there and a link tree and all all the things. All All the things. things. All the links that you need is on uh, my Instagram. So uh, you can find me there. Heck yeah. You know, I think it's so ironic how last week, so you have julep marketing and... I have never had anything julep related in real life, but I had a guest where her thing was avocados. Oh, oh. (laughs) I'm noticing a food theme in my season. (laughs) I'm a fan because my heart and stomach are the same organ. So 
but you, you have been beautiful to talk to. I cannot wait for Aisha to come and talk to your hubby. That's yes. going to be awesome. I'm sure he's going to give us some awesome tidbits too. And yes. hopefully he can. He's much more well-spoken than I am. So I am excited for you to like chit chat with him. I hope he's ready for this energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make him ready. I'll make him dance before. Heck yeah. Well, you have been amazing. Don't actually leave. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and stop the recording. Thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you for having me. Oh, 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 oh,